There we go. So now it's being recorded. So uh, I'm just going to go over uh, kind of the differences with WooCommerce and Easy Digital Downloads, which are the two shopping carts that uh, I suggest that people use if they're going to be using uh, a shopping cart right within WordPress. And the they're the two differences, the main differences between the two, in my opinion, is cost. That's one of them. And the second one is uh, shipping of physical products. And WooCommerce is uh, owned, like the software is actually owned by WordPress proper now. So it used to be a company called WooThemes and WooCommerce. They built it at, when WordPress first started, but they got purchased by WordPress.org, the actual excuse me, WordPress company. So it's owned by WordPress now, and it's actually managed by people at WordPress in terms of the code. So it's it's always going to be there, WooCommerce. And it's a full, complete shopping cart that will handle um, non-physical digital products and services as well as shipping physical products. And it's really, really strong when you have all sorts of variations of products and service. So I'll give you an example. Um, I have uh, some people who are selling, just an example is t-shirts. And in the t-shirt, you have, uh, let's say you have five different sizes from extra small, small, medium, large, extra large, double XL. So you've got all those sizes and then maybe the t-shirts come in six colors. So or six very, six types of t-shirts. So um, WooCommerce is very good at allowing you to have one product called a t-shirt, but then let people shop for all of those different variations of that product. Okay, so that's that's where WooCommerce fits really, really well. The other thing is, is it, it has a really robust shopping cart where, you know, you allow people to have reviews and images or a gallery of images that show the physical product. So it's very, very strong uh, in that respect. The other one is Easy Digital Downloads, which uh, I prefer personally because I don't sell physical products and the products that I have don't have tons of variations. So it started off as uh, just that for selling Easy Digital Downloads and it protecting downloads uh, and allowing people to purchase it and then get access to that particular file or files. So that's where it started out, but it is a, a full shopping cart now, and it really excels in terms of um, the flexibility of having uh, people use, marketers use like a traditional buy now button and have it directly go and purchase through easy digital downloads. It's quite easy to set that up. So those are the kind of two pieces. The other thing to be aware of is that um, the price. So all of these shopping carts use what's called a freemium model where WooCommerce and both Easy Digital Downloads, the software is free to download. So you can just go and download it and install it. Where you have to pay is in all the different plugins and extensions that allow it to do different things. So WooCommerce um, can be very, very, very expensive to extend. And I'll give you an example. Um, out of the box, WooCommerce does one-time single purchases, but it doesn't do subscriptions. So if you want to have recurring payments, you've got to get a plug-in for recurring payments for WooCommerce. It's 
a year for that one plugin. Okay, so if you want to do, for example, subscriptions and you want to add all sorts of or any other kind of functionality to a cart, let's say you have a special payment gateway, you might have to buy a plugin for that. Let's say you've got an autoresponder service, you may have to buy a plugin for that. Let's say you want to do galleries of uh, or related upsells or downsells, you may need a plugin for that. So each of these individual plugins, you've got to go to WooCommerce and any of the third-party vendors and purchase um, those individual plugins. So it can get very, very expensive. Um, and that's one of the other things to consider. Um, I know, Melody, in your case, um, there's a plugin uh, that allows uh, individual thank you pages based on the product that is uh, being purchased. But I think that's $49 a year for that one plugin. So a, a simple feature, as an example, it's $49 a year. You've got subscriptions, $200 a year. You may have a payment gateway to take payments with CC Bill or you know, Authorize.net. It may not be covered out of the box, whichever one you're using. You may have $99 there. So you know, right there, there's $350 wow. a year just in additional fees to get it to do some basic things. Okay. So Easy Digital Downloads works a little bit differently. You can, you can purchase um, individual plugins the same way you can with WooCommerce, but you can also buy bundles of about 20 different products that include most or all of the ones that you could possibly need, uh, specifically with LearnDash. And then we also have developer licenses with Easy Digital Downloads. So um, anytime you have a site with us or you're using the, the service contract in your example, Melody, you can use any of the easy digital download plugins that we have. There's no extra cost for you to do that. Okay? Okay. Now, yeah. So those are kind of the big differences. The other thing that you may find, and you didn't hear this from me, but there are some sites where you can pay a monthly membership fee and um, download WooCommerce plugins that are GPL, so general public license ones. So it's a bit of a, a gray area, but what they do is they basically purchase or download the paid version, and because it's a general public license license, they think that they can resell it by changing the code a little bit so they have their own version that you can go and download. And there's one called, I think there's one called WP Spring. There's another one called GPL Chimp, I think it is. Um, and you go and pay $20 a month and you have access to all of the plugins. But as soon as you stop paying the monthly fee, then, um, you know, you don't get any updates or access to any of the, the, the change plugins. So it's a, kind of a way around it, but uh, it still can be uh, quite expensive. So those are the two big differences. Both of them work out of the box with LearnDash. Um, both of them take payments online. Both of them will do uh, subscriptions. So they're both good. I just like Easy Digital Downloads a little bit better. I'm more comfortable with it. I think it looks a little cleaner. Um, you know, one of the things that we do with LearnDash is I noticed on your site, Melody, just an example, um, in LearnDash sites, normally what happens is when you, for example, show uh, your list of courses, mm -hmm. like right now you've got, a, you've got a menu that says video courses, right? Right. And on that video courses, in the sub-menus, you have courses for actors and courses for screenwriters. 
and then each of those uh, particular um, submenus, they actually show. Can everyone still hit me? Hear me? I hit a button. Yes. Okay. Sorry. When when you in your menu, you have a link to the shopping cart, the products in WooCommerce. Correct. Like if yeah, I, I'm in my main right menu, now, there's shop. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it goes. It goes to the shop or the the the, the uh, WooCommerce shop page, which is the listing of products in a category. Correct. Well, it lists all the products. Yeah. Yeah. So normally, what happens in LearnDash sites is you you use uh, LearnDash, and there's a free plugin that that creates a a grid of your courses. But you would list your courses of uh, courses with the grid, so it shows a, a, a grid of LearnDash courses, and in the course description, individual course description, there's a buy now button that goes directly to the shopping cart. So you actually hide the shop page as they relate to courses. Well, okay. okay. One reason. One reason I did that is again prior to coming to you. Yeah. When I was showing the courses, when I was yeah. using the, you know, the Learn Dash, showing yeah. my courses, I didn't like how it showed the little, the pricing button as it compares to the way WooCommerce did. I just, you know, the visual aspect of it where WooCommerce would put the price or the sale price and like some little thing like that. And that's yeah. the kind of thing, you know, I like to have flexibility to work a little bit on that kind of thing. Yeah, so it has sale, for example, on it? Right, it would show the main price and the sale price. And so yeah. when I had, when I did LearnDash, it didn't seem to have a way that I could do that. Yeah, there's not, uh, and I'm trying to think of, there are some... Um, when, when you put a price, for example, in a course setting for LearnDash, it will show up, but it won't show up as a sale or discounted item directly with right. uh, on, on the label. So, yeah, you're right in that respect. And I can't think of any plug-in or way that uh, allows you to do that at the, at this point. So, but yeah, if you say, need that. Just, yeah. so, just so I'm clear about what you're saying, the point yeah. of what you were saying is that if I showed the page where it was, just the Learn Dash courses. The point is, they could do buy now. That would take they would click on that, and that would take them directly to the shopping cart, as opposed to the next individual product page. Yeah, well, yeah. So let, let's say, uh, are, are you online right now? Yes. Okay. So if and I'll just use my own personal example, just because I know the URL. So if you go to the the campus.wpblogsupport.com. Uh-huh. And um if you put a forward slash library after it is the is the direct URL. And that's a listing of all of the courses that are in the campus. So it's campus.wpblogsupport.com forward slash library. Right. Okay. So this page is uh, there's a free plugin that comes with LearnDash and it creates a grid of your courses. Okay, so all that this page is is a grid of the courses. Okay, and what I've done is 
if you go, for example, um, and take a look at, uh, let's say there's a course uh, on the top level that you should see. There's one called Joint Venture Traffic, the second one in, correct? Uh-huh. And it's got the title. It's got a short description underneath. And it says, in, in mine, it says enrolled in the top left-hand corner of the graphic. That's because I'm already taking the course, right? Yeah. If there was a price on the course, the price would show up where the enrolled is. Right, I see that. Okay. Yeah. Others, yeah. So, and then if on this, in this grid, if it, right now it says see more, but if you click see more, what it's going to do, it will go to the built-in course description page. Right. Okay. Yeah. And this is just a regular post in WordPress where you can, you know, make it a, as much of a sales page or as little as of a sales page as you want. And by default, it shows the course content underneath the description. It doesn't have to, but I have it turned on in this particular case. Um, okay. And I know what settings you mean there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and on this one, I have a sidebar on the right. If I didn't want a sidebar, so I just wanted it like a, a sales page, I could set this page up so that it was full width and there was no sidebar. Um, right. Again, this one, I do have the sidebar. So, okay. you're, yeah, so normally before the courses, the, the actual list of course content, what happens is in, in, in LearnDash, there are five uh, price types that each course can have. The first one is open. The second one um, is uh, closed. The third one is free. And then you have uh, purchase and subscription. So there's five types. Whenever you put one of those types that uh, requires uh, a purchase or a login, so if you have the course type set to free or paid or subscription, it will automatically add a button just before the listing of the course content that will say, by default, take this course. Okay? And if they okay. click that, it will bring them to the built-in um, the built-in kind of shopping cart stuff that's built into, into LearnDash. If you select closed, there's no button that's there, but you get to put a URL where people can go to your shopping cart to purchase the individual course or a subscription to the course or courses. So normally what, what I do is I set my courses to closed. No button shows up at the bottom, but I then set it up that I say, uh, I set it to closed and I say, if someone um, you know wants to take it, there's going to be a button there that says take this course, but instead of going to the built-in learn dash uh, payment setup. It will go to Easy Digital Downloads to a product that I set up in Easy Digital Downloads and go direct to checkout so that they can buy that course. So I, I bypass the shopping cart or the shop in Easy Digital Downloads, and the same thing works for WooCommerce. So well, if I someone doesn't yeah. doesn't my I mean the shop was to me that. And, you know, tell me if I'm missing something here, but the only reason yep. I had the shop on there is not because I needed it. It was just another way to view all the products. Yeah, I'm, you know, I just I don't have, know. Yeah, but you don't have uh, – I don't see on your site, I don't see a listing of LearnDash courses anywhere. 
I see a list. Well, that was of- my. Well, that was my video courses. On the actual link to the the top link. Yes, the video courses. That was those are meant to be my where I put video courses, courses yeah, for actors. So, like if you click yeah, but, on courses for actors, then you see there's only actually there's only one and yeah, but three that that. For yeah, but that's a that's a that's your shopping cart, WooCommerce shopping cart. That's not LearnDash. I so so what am I missing then? Yeah, so what I what I normally do is in where it says video courses, I uh-huh. would um I would have a page just called, you know, courses or course library. I named mine library. Okay. And what I would do on that one is I would put the the grid short code, which is already set up, I know, on your site because we put it in, uh-huh. and and it would show a listing of all of the courses or courses by category because you've got two categories, right? Courses for actors and courses for screenwriters. Mm-hmm. But you could you could show all courses or only courses for actors or only courses for screenwriters, and then it would show a grid of the courses using the Learn Dash graphic. Yeah, it looks better, and then yeah, and then if someone if someone clicks more information, they go directly to the course that has the course description and the course content, like the one I was just showing you. Because if I'm looking at at yours right now, and I click on courses for actors, and I look at you know add to cart, or I click on it to see more, it goes to the product page in WooCommerce. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, if you. I actually was playing around a little bit with that, it's, and I still have that page of just hollywoodbschool.com slash courses, but yep. I see what you're saying. It's like they need, there needs to be some place where they can get the full picture of, of the, the yeah, course. Yeah, it's a sales page. It's a sales page for the course, right? Okay. Yeah, so you can put, um, you know, and, and a lot of people have like a standard template that they use for every course. It's like, what are the five main benefits? What's the course description? Who's it for? What will they learn? Um, you know, what, what's the length of the course? What's the outcomes? And, and you can, you know, make a traditional sales page. As opposed to sending them, you know, to a shopping cart product page, like the WooCommerce product page, it's got the title, and then it's got the image, but there's nothing about the course here, right? Right. It's like it's assuming that you've already made the decision to buy it as opposed to bring them to a page that sells it. Well, and, yeah, I know what you're saying. Part of mine is a little bit funky as well because, for one, I haven't really, I haven't really put the descriptions of my courses up. And yep. the, it's really services. Anyway, it, it's not even worth explaining. But I do know what you're saying. And... Yep. I, yeah. So I know what you're saying, and um, yeah. And you yeah. can keep services the way you have it. Doesn't like it doesn't have to be a course. Because it's like, like the, well, on my services, those have a little bit more of a description. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, you've got a the paragraph sales, there, right? Yeah, and the sales page for that is actually going to be on my other site. But again, your point is well taken. That if I want. It's just a nicer presentation if I use the Learn Dash because it'll have the the course content there as well, where they can yeah, see you want, what's yeah. included. 
Yeah, and my personal, um, like I try and stay away from shopping carts, the actual product catalogs or the shop cart. My personal preference is to create a sales page and then add my own button where I want with a buy now link that goes directly to the checkout. So I, I try and bypass the shop page because I, 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 you know, I, I keep it. And when I say a bypass, when I'm trying to do my sales pages and sell stuff, I bypass the shop page. I still keep a shop page. If someone finds it, they can go and shop and look through all the products. But I don't. And the I biggest, don't. The biggest reason you like to bypass it is what? It well, it's the, here's the difference. Um, how many people know James Maduke? How many people know Melody? How many people know Harry James? As opposed to how many people know that they want to buy uh, the Nike shoe that has the red back, like a brand, people have already made their decision to purchase. They're just going to fulfill a decision by making an order, right? Like if you know you like Nike shoes, if you know you like Apple, if you know you like, um, you know, a, a Google phone, you go to the Google site to buy something, but you've already made the decision in the most part to buy, correct? In other words, you're saying what you're getting at, it sounds like, is that really a shop page, it's, it's just a listing. You're not really doing sales on it. You know, not pitch. at all. The, exactly. The, exactly. It, that's just a listing. So the nature of what we do is not really. That's not where it's best served. Yeah. So a, a shop is a, a shop page and a product page is there to let someone to buy something. Okay. In the easiest way with the least amount of friction, a sales page with a buy now button is a page that sells people something that they don't know they want. <laughs> Okay, I see your okay. So it's yeah. more like strategic or just the flow, exactly. thinking through what's going to really give the information. Exactly. So, you know, and if someone goes and they say, you know what, I want to be an actor or I want to be a screenwriter, um, you know, and they run, in, they run into your site or someone refers the site. You know, most people, and I'm just saying, I'm using generic terms, most people don't have any idea what's involved in being a screenwriter or, you know, getting a script analysis done or what it takes to, you know, to, to market yourself in Hollywood. They just know that they want to be a big star or they want to write, you know, famous movies or something. So they're not going necessarily to go and say, oh, I need a one-hour script analysis and then I need uh, a course that tells me how to do this and a course that tells me how to... They have no idea what they need, right? Yeah, so that you little shop is just kind of wasted space. Yeah, well, it's it, it's wasted. It's, it's yeah, it's it's great. You know, you can yeah, it's wasted space in my opinion on the main menu. But if someone you know that has got six emails from you that attended a webinar that has looked through your site when they're ready, yeah, they can go to the shop page. But it's just okay. you know, if you want to persuade and influence people, get people on your list, get people you know starting to question. What is it that they really need and want? And what's the outcome that you provide? If you, pro if you put that on your sales page with a buy now button, you're far better than giving people a shop page with 70 choices on it. Okay. Okay? And, and Harry, yeah, so Harry, this is exactly the same for you with services, right? Right. 
exact same thing. It's like if someone goes to, you know, to Bank of America, they're already a customer and they kind of know what it is they're going to Bank of America for. They're refinancing something. They're getting a line of credit. They're making an investment. They're, you know, doing something. Like, they've already made the decision. They don't know that they need you or they don't know that they need taxes done by you. But you've got to educate them and get them involved and engaged in your site, in your brand, in you. So it takes some selling and, you know, it takes some time. So you have to give them the information to get people emotionally involved in you. It takes so selling to get people to sign up for something free. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and it, sometimes it's hard to, to give away stuff. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of times, and you'll see this, people, people actually overprice stuff to give it a perceived value that's more than it is. That's so, right. you know, there's a, there's a whole issue in marketing there. It's like you, you assume that because something is expensive, it's better quality. So, you know, that really gets down to the business model. But it's just, a, you know, you've got to kind of think through, how am I going to do this? The customers that I want, um, the, you know, the avatar, that buyer that I'm trying to help, what is it they expect? What is it that they want? What's the outcome that they're looking for? You know, is it pain-free taxes? Is it a huge return? Is it something done quickly? Um, do they just want someone to guide them and coach them on how they get an outcome, whether it be, you know, writing scripts, for example, or, or marketing themselves to be an actor or actress? So what is it that they want? And then what products and services do you have to support that outcome? But you've got to educate them on the different packages that you have and the different information you have to give them that outcome because they're generally not coming to buy it right away unless they've done the homework already or been referred to you by such a strong referral that they know what they want. Yeah, and, you know, like I was saying, I haven't really done that work on the site yet of putting up the yeah. sales pages because my sales pages for my services are on my original site yeah you know but i definitely know what you're saying and am reminded of that but it's also well i thought trying to centralize things in woocommerce rather than have it kind of split between learn dash and woocommerce i thought that was going to make it easier but i guess not because well no no it is it is um you know, I'll give you an example. If if you open up another tab mm-hmm. and go to uh, Campus WP dot com. Campus WP dot com. Okay. This is this is my site that we do the the ready done campuses for people, right? Mm-hmm. So if if you click on the on the uh, plans and pricing right at the very top, uh-huh. pop up pop up comes up, or you can. Oh, I I got that. I put it to a. Sorry, I put the pop up on plans and pricing. Uh, just go to. Oh, why is it doing that? Oh, I found a bug what's in it. The, Sorry. What's the URL? Yeah, just put a pri- uh, after dot com. Put a forward slash pricing. Just found a mistake okay. on the pop. But 
I have two packages, right? But if you click on any of those packages, it goes back to the campus and the campus shopping cart. So I'm using the exact same shopping cart, exact same setup. I use it on all of my sites. Oh, I see. Okay, it goes. Okay, I gotcha. Um, yeah. So if, if you click on Get It Now, it opens up. It goes directly yeah. to my campus.wp blog support, right to the checkout. Right. So I'm using the same cart on all of the same pages, but people don't go to the shop page to pick a product, right? Right. They go to um, a sales page. They go to a sales page, and then the sales page has a buy now button on it. Okay. Okay. So I have all sorts of services. Um, you know, you're, if you're if you're still on campus.wpblogsupport.com, and you do a forward slash social. Yes. It goes to another complete sales page that's independent of the the actual. Uh, oh, sorry, it's wpblogsupport.com uh, campus. Uh, sorry, no campus. It's wpblogsupport.com forward slash social. Sorry about that. It still took me there with campus.wp blog support. Oh, no, that took me to a course. Yeah, WP, yeah, so wpblogsupport.com forward slash social. wpblogsupport.com forward slash social. So that's just a sales page for a service, independent of the site. But if you go to get started or pricing, it takes you to the pricing. And if you want oh, to get I... started, yeah, you purchase, it goes back right to the shopping cart direct to checkout. I, I guess part of, you know, I definitely see what you're doing and see how you set that up and, you know, what you're going for because although they're related, they're pretty independent. I kind of yeah. wanted that feel of, you know, on my Hollywood B-School site, I really wanted that feel of a consistent look with, mm -hmm. you know, with the header on most pages. And so yep. they still have the experience of being, you know, in that same place. Yeah, you can still do that. You can but still do that. Still do the sales page, but just keep that part of it, but just use what you're saying about the buy now yeah, and whatever. Yeah, just use so, a buy, buy now button. Use a buy now button direct to checkout. So, don't, okay. don't try yeah, and sell in the good. shopping cart. Yeah, just don't try. I just okay. say don't use the shopping cart to sell. Like try okay. and remove the shopping cart from your site in terms of the navigation. You know, I, uh, you have, uh, I think you have a little shopping cart button. It's um, you have a shopping cart uh, sort of like an icon, yeah. Icon, like I, yeah. You you can keep that there. You know, if people get I like stuck or come buggy. back to the, 
Yeah, yeah, sure, keep it there. But if if you're going like services, for example, or those courses, um, uh-huh. I would have the services go to, uh, you know, each of the services you have, either go to, um, you know, a unique page if it's a unique service or a grouping of services, go to a page where it has sales information on that and a button to say, you know, buy now, take them direct to the checkout. Don't take them to I a guess- category of products. Okay, another thing I kind of liked, and again, maybe this is a bad idea, and maybe I'm just excited about it because I think it looks cool, but (laughs) when they go to the individual product, so let's say I just clicked on one-hour script analysis. Okay, so now they're on the individual product page. The related products below, I kind of like that too, but I suppose that's a distraction. I wanted to Uh, create it where they could easily upsell yeah, um, and that's um, – I'm just trying to uh, – Easy Digital Downloads has an upsell and cross-sell one that allows people to do that as well right within the cart, but it's not as big as big and as uh, obtrusive. Again, okay. that's a personal, that's a personal uh, choice for you and your business. Um, my, my personal uh, suggestion is um, you use on the sales page – you use a, do you want fries with that pricing table? So, okay. or, or bundles. So, you know, it's like I, I try and every time I do a pricing table, I always try and do a good, better, best. Okay. So, you know, what you're selling on the page might be the good. Then you have the bundle and then you have the best, which is like everything, right? So a lot of times okay. if you're a, a coach or a professional, you say, here's the course. Here's, you know, a, a, a bundle of courses. Here's the bundle of courses with live coaching an hour a week. Okay. Right? So you do that right on the pricing table and you sell it on the sales page as opposed to selling it at the checkout. Because the last thing, and again, this is my personal opinion, you've got to be comfortable with it. If I say, yes, I'm going to buy that. I've made the decision to buy that. I try yeah, and... Yeah, I don't want distraction. Yeah, my goal is to reduce the friction, right? What's the easiest way to get them paid and, and purchased? Um, yeah, if and I it's get really, the- I mean, and really, it's just my sort of little thing I like, but in reality, they're, you know, it, what you're saying about the good, better, best is really a perfectly appropriate option, just the nature of what I do sell and what I will be selling, so. Yeah. Uh, And here's for courses. This is a really, really, um, when I first started this, the first membership site um, that I built out was uh, My Small Biz University, My Small Biz U. Um, And and what I did uh, by accident, which was the best thing that I possibly could have done, is um, the first couple courses I sold, I sold the courses individually. So the courses were, were $49, um, and some of them were $97. But for the most part, when I started out, they were actually 97 But when I got going, I, I had each course was $49. But in the course, on the sales page for each of the courses, I only had two choices. The first choice was the course, purchase the course outright for $49. The other, the other option was purchase the course for $49 
and get access to all of the courses for the first 30 days. And if uh, and it was a subscription. It was a it was a monthly subscription. So they had two choices. One was forty nine dollars. The other one was forty nine dollars recurring for access to all of the courses. And when they canceled their subscription, they still had access to the course they purchased. Wow. And that worked really well, right? So I gave people two choices. You know, get one or get everything for the same price. Which do you think people took? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's interesting. And then all yeah, so that worked very, very well. I don't have it set up quite like that at this point because I even after I did that I did I did the three. I did forty nine dollars. Forty nine dollars monthly to access to all of the courses. And then I did uh I did ninety seven dollars a month I think or one hundred and ninety seven a month for all of the courses plus live coaching. It was just the good, better, best. But if, if people have the choice between something for $49 and something for $49 recurring, in most cases they'll take the recurring as long as they get the first one at the end when they stop paying. It's a no-brainer, right? Interesting. Yeah. So try and keep it as uh, simple one- as possible. One other quick question about easy digital yep. downloads. Okay, yep. I'm not too deep into WooCommerce, but you know I'm a little bit deep in there. How yep. easy is it to transfer over? Um, do you um, if there's no recurring sales at this point? Um, and there's not. I mean, I don't even yeah. have any orders. I have some practice. That's fine. Orders. Yeah, so it's pretty. It's pretty. It's it's something that we could do with your package. It's not something okay. that will happen. Yeah, it's not something that will happen like in a day. It'll take a little bit okay. of time. Um, but yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Because um, it's, it's more about I've set up a number of different product services. Like that's the main part. It's not as much the orders as just the setup yeah. of the products. Yeah, that's fine. They're all pretty straightforward, right? They're like, are they subscriptions oh, yeah. or recurring? No, yeah. they're just, yeah, just images and Pricing and a little bit of description. Yeah, those are pretty. uh, And you've got authorized.net, right? Yes. Payment gateway? Yes. I'm just seeing if that bundle is authorized.net. Just checking to see that it's covered. It's under the starter package. I'm looking at easy digital download. It's under. It's one of them. Yeah. It, yeah, we have. Um, yeah, we have an all access pass. So, well, okay. kind of it. We have a pretty close to an all access pass, but we have a developer package. So, yeah, it should be covered. And I'll confirm with you offline that uh, okay. it's there. But uh, you know, there's all sorts of different stuff that recurring payments. Um, affiliate WP we have as well, which does affiliate programs with the, either one of them. Just a little, I think it's just a little, um, little bit more, a little better suited to doing uh, digital products and services, and it works well with, with, uh, with Learn Dash. So, I think it's a good choice. So we and can work on that. One is, so, and the biggest thing is because it's overall cheaper. 
I, I, yeah, I, well, it's free as long as you have your your support package with us. But even if even if you decide to change after, um, you know, if you're just doing uh, recurring products as an example, recurring subscriptions. Um, Which I really don't do that. So. Yeah. So one time purchase. Um, yeah. of, of stuff, yeah, you're you're in pretty good shape. Even if you had to go out and get your own package. The only other thing I'm not sure with yours is you use the ARP Reach uh, for the autoresponder, and you'll have to reach out to them and find out um, what shopping carts they actually hook up with. Well, I'm not them, worried. Yeah. Again, I'm not worried about that. I'll figure that. I mean, I'm so far from, you know, having tons of people buying that, I can deal with that manually. Okay, so that's fine. That's fine. We we just uh, I know for example we, our our funnel kits service. As soon as someone signs up to the WordPress site, they're automatically added to the autoresponder series and tagged. So it's totally integrated. We don't have to kind of wait or hook stuff up or manually do it. It's all it's done already. So okay. um, you know things like a, things like a, um, uh, you know a, uh, what is it the the shopping cart, if someone starts a purchase but doesn't finish, um, you know, things like that are are already built in, baked into some of the options there. So, okay. Yeah, that yeah. probably once I would get going, then that would be the, you know, when I'm actually selling yeah. things there, yeah. I'd probably yeah. be, you know, interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. But okay. is that kind of thing in both WooCommerce and Easy Digital Downloads? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit easier in Easy Digital Downloads, and it's not um, the Easy Digital Downloads has, in my opinion, has plugins that are better better suited for marketers, as opposed to plugins that are better suited for shipping variations of physical products. Okay. Okay. So I forget, that's, yeah, I forget why I chose not to go with that some time ago. Yeah. But. Yeah. If you're telling me that, then okay. That's my personal preference, and it's the one that we use on all the sites. Okay. By choice. Okay. Great. Yeah, I better I better ask someone else some questions here. Is anyone still on? Harry, still on? Do you have any questions today? I'm still on. Stephanie, I'm to, uh, can you explain to me? Um, let me ask you a question, you, and you can answer it. Yeah. <clears throat> if I have you redo my website. I know yep. that's design. Yep. And I can have changes made to it for two months. Yep. All right. So that's a, that's one price. Yep. How, how about if I want ongoing support where you back up the website and um, upload? Do the security. Uh, yeah, do the security and, and updates to plugins and software, that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, that's the maintain plan. That's $25 a month. So that that's that that's just where you know you don't have to worry about you know do I have a plugin that's outdated and might be susceptible to hacking or you know are do I have to scan my site every day to make sure that um, you know there's no malware that got infected on it or do I have to back back up my site every day? So it basically takes the headache technical headache out of uh, running the site. But what it doesn't include is if, if you say to me, look, can you add a sidebar and some widgets on this page? Or I really want um, I really want this to show up on the footer. Can you do that for me? Those are not covered in the maintain package. You have what to get a support under? package. They're, they're covered in the next one, which is the support package. 
and that's any small job. So it's like any small thing that you want done for the month, um, you just give it to us. And a small job is anything under 30 minutes of work. So if you say, look, add, you know, add this page, or can you change the menus to this, or can you add these images or to a page? Any of those small jobs? What does support run a month? They're $77 a month. But the difference with these is that you can go up and down as you need them. So, oh, really? for example, yeah, so, you know, keep the maintain as a minimum. If you need to go for a month or two at 77, go up, get what you need done, and then go back to the 25 a month. Okay. Okay. Now, and then the one, we ha- the one we have upgraded from that is one that's for marketing, and that's when we get involved in stuff like shopping carts and, and making sure that you're – you know, your registration form for your webinar is hooked up to your autoresponder. So those are ones that are, are for more advanced marketers. But for all of the technical stuff that's maintained, for all of the technical stuff plus small jobs that are not related to e-commerce, that's in the support package. What's a marketing run? Um, on I'll have to – I have uh, – let me just see which one we have here. Because I change this one sometimes on the site, so I want to make sure I give you the correct one that's available right now. Yeah, so the e-commerce one is the 197, and then the marketing one is the one where we get into stuff, um, you know, with list building and and uh, SEO and some other training that's involved there. So the e-commerce one is the one where we get into shopping carts. And then the marketing is the SEO one? Yeah, we do SEO stuff plus shopping carts plus SEO plus list building. So that's when we get into things where someone says, you know, can you create a page for a registration page for a webinar that I'm doing? And I want the registration page to hook up to my, uh, you know, my email marketing service to build my list. And I can go up Uh, and and down on that. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, All right. Suppose I had a blog. Is there a separate fee for that? Um, no, the, the, these apply to a blog. So as long as it's a WordPress site, um, you know, each WordPress site would have to have one of these packages. Uh, but, you know, a blog and WordPress site, same thing. Okay. Okay, so whether it's a static page or whether you're doing posts uh, like a traditional blog, doesn't matter uh, to us. And we have, some, we have some customers who have the support package. Um, all they do is they send us uh, content each morning and say, add this to my site, add a new post in this category. They'll send us a video, a paragraph, a text. We just put it on for them so they don't have to log into WordPress, figure out where they are, make sure it looks proper, make sure the video shows up, add the text in the right place without cutting and pasting and making it look different than the rest of the site. Make sure the picture is on the left-hand side, not on the right-hand side. So, um, you know, that's the support package. Any of those small jobs, we just do them. Okay. I'm starting to get an understanding, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole does goal it, here is, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Which ones include the hosting? Um, for you guys, because you're on, um, we include the hosting uh, for you right now. Because we, and, and also, yeah. obviously, you just, I mean, you, set up my site initially. Yeah, exactly, the campus. So you you have a little bit of a different deal because you did a campus up front. Um, Okay. 
but these are for new people signing on. For you guys, because you've been customers for a while, as long as you have one of these plans, you know, you're, you're covered with the hosting. Um, but moving forward, if you said, I want to have another site, for example, um, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do a, a separate one for the hosting and for the site. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 So there's, you know, the, the whole goal here for us is to try and remove all of the technical hassles and stuff and learning so that, you know, if you're building out courses, you've got time to build out courses. If you've got courses built or you've got a site built, you're out marketing and talking to people and not having to worry about it. So, you know, I'm not saying that you can't do it yourself. Uh, in my own opinion, it's not a good business decision. You shouldn't be doing it. It's not your core business. It's like outsource it, get rid of it, don't worry about it. Okay. When you finish, I want to ask some general questions. Sure. Is that okay, Harry? Anything I, else there? Um, yeah, I'm thinking about what I'd like to do is offer a course that people pay for, and I'd like to have it delivered by email or autoresponder. Sure. What level package would I need to do that? Um, is it just with an autoresponder where you're sending out some emails? Are you protecting the content, the course content, or are you yeah, just like kind of... I'm thinking about doing one on how to start a business. Okay. And I want to charge a fee for it. And I okay, like to and have, then, I want to market it. Yeah, so the the actual course content, is it just like text? Is it a download? Is it a video? Video. Okay. And in that video, is there any uh like tasks or anything that you want people to do or act on? Are you gonna give them a a quiz or ask them to do an assignment or task? I don't know. I hadn't thought of that far. Okay. Um, the, here's, the, here's the answer. Um, if you want to keep it really, really simple, um, you know, and you, you just you have the emails and you have the video content, you can just put the video up on a hidden page. And again, this is the simple answer. Um, you put the you put the uh, the videos up on hidden pages that aren't in indexed by Google with funny links, so it's not something people will run into. You just use your existing email automation service, and if you don't have one, you use funnel kits. People sign up, they get an email today that brings them to the first page with the first video. Um, they get a second email the day after or the week after, whatever you set up that links them to the second page and you know there's no protection it's just series of emails sending people to private pages with videos that's that's kind of the 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 very very basic beginner package if you're going to do it and you wanted to use something like learn dash then you're looking at $597 to get a basic campus set up um, with no shopping cart but just using the built-in learn dash PayPal account. So for example, if someone takes the course, they pay with PayPal, you get the money, and then the course is available to them. And it can be dripped so they get, you know, the first lesson on day one, the second lesson on day two or week two, um, and you can structure it like that. The thing with the thing with the Learn Dash option and why I recommend it is because it actually 
allows you to make the people learning stuff to be accountable. You can say, look, you got to pass this quiz before you go on to the next lesson. Or you have to you know, do this assignment or task before you go on to the next lesson. Okay. So um, you can do it inexpensively or you can do it uh, a little... Uh, a, with a little bit, uh, a little bit more money, and there's in between too. If if you want to do it just as a membership, where people have to log in after they purchase, you can get a, a, there's a couple of WordPress membership plugins that you could use uh, that cost like a hundred or two hundred dollars a year, and they would allow you to to put a, a paywall in front of the content. Okay, so they be able to charge. To, to see the content. So you got you got zero, two fifty, six hundred is kind of the the breakdown. Zero is without a paywall. Two fifty is a membership site um, paywall, but no accountability. And then you have the Learn Dash, which is the it includes all of them plus accountability. Okay. Okay. Anyone else got questions today at 156 already? Holy mackerel. Well, my general question was, yeah. you know, your science, all, everything that you do, just it looks so professional, and there's also a lot of variation in the design. You know, yep. it's still consistent. But I just wondered, uh, you know, how even like with the graphics you have for the, the titles of the courses, Yep. I just wondered how you get those done, or if I want some like that, how I could get. That's, yeah, that's a great like question. That. That's a great question. Um, I there's there's uh, two kind of inexpensive membership sites that have I didn't design them. They're templates. They're just <laughs> all I did is edit temp, existing templates. But um, you've heard of Canva.com, correct? Yes. Yeah, so canva.com is one. I don't like it. I find it too confusing. The other one I use is called snappa.com, S-N-A-P-P-A.com. So I have a Snappa account, and they have like uh, 100 different templates. And they have ones for Facebook, one for Twitter, one for LinkedIn, all the social media ones. They have ones for infographics. They have ones for you name it, certificates, and I just basically pick a template, change my the colors on it, the text, and then I save it for each course. Okay. Do you have you heard of Uzine? Uh, no, but it's probably similar. Okay. Snap. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's just the one I I like it. It's simple. And, and like I can use it without being a rocket scientist. Yeah, like my thing is, I, I'm just not that good at design. Yeah, either am I. Either am I. And there but are. I know no a good graphics. one when I see it. <laughs> yeah, there are no graphics on any of my sites that were created from scratch. None. Okay. They're either included in templates as free images, or they're done in Snappa. <clears throat> That's great. Okay. Um, the only thing, um, the the only thing I would uh, suggest, and it's 
uh, again, personal preference is if you're going to have courses, what you want to make sure that you do is you have a consistent, uh, I think anyway, you want to have a consistent look and feel to the courses or, or the lessons when you're using the graphics. Like if you're going to use a, a flat sort of cartoonish, and I say cartoonish, but like right. a, a non, I know what you mean. yeah, flat or you're going to use, yeah, or you can use a background picture with text. It's like try and do things consistently across the courses so that people know that you know these courses are in this group or these courses are in that group. So, you know, those that's probably mistakes that I've made in the past that we're trying to fix now. We can go back and change them. What about on my blog post, I have yep. images where I've actually used a photo with a, an overlay, but it's an actual photo of like a person or a thing. Yeah, Is that's it fine. That then, well, I have that, but then what if I have the sort of the more animated flat designs for the courses? Is that a bad idea? No, I, I, I just put whatever featured images up, and I've got a, like if you go to the wpblogsupport.com forward slash uh, blog, Okay. wpblogsupport.com forward slash blog. And if you look at any of those uh, individual posts, you'll see there's an overlay in the featured image. For example, I have some of the first oh, two okay. are just a... Oh, I see. And really, even with your little boxes, that kind of helps tie it in yeah. Yeah, to exactly. the other feel. Okay. And then you got your affiliate. Okay. Oh, wow. And and along the same lines then, and again, this is general, so I hope it's helpful yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Um, when, you know, you mentioned you have like 250 posts. Actually, I Did got you write all this? Huh? Um, yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Well, actually, go to the, go back to the blog page. Yeah. And um, uh, where is it? The at the top row, there's the third one over. It says, my very first podcast 15 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, click on that one. And that actually is uh, the first audio that I did. Uh, a podcast was five minutes long, but it was done in 2008, I think, or 2007. And that was the first podcast that I did for the 52 Secrets My Mom Never Told Me About Internet Marketing. <laughs> so that was and the so first book. Yeah, that was the first book I wrote. Okay, and you're pointing this one out because of what you're addressing. Well, you said, yeah, well, you said how many posts do I have? Oh, right, this so from over time. This is a podcast from 2008. Gotcha, okay. And if, if you go back to the blog page, if you look at the bottom, you'll see that there's 158 pages of blog posts. Yes. And oh, yeah, blog I saw post that. Has like 10. Each blog post has 9 or 10 on them. Oh, my good Lord. Well, so, I mean, overall, that was what I was wondering, too, is just how you managed to be so prolific. I mean, I know you yep. did some of these over time, but it seems like you recently designed a bunch of stuff. So how do you manage uh, I've, to be I've so just, prolific? Well, um, it, this is all done over time. Like the ones that are older from <laughs> 2004. 
I have some there from 2001, some blog posts from well, 2001. I'm, but I'm saying in your overall sites, from whether it's you're yeah. updating and posting those or adding images or building new yeah. sites, new courses, all of that. Um, well, I actually I just did a I just did a uh, video yesterday. Uh, okay, well here's the real answer, and I, I've used this before. And if if Stephanie or Carol, anyone else is listening, I always use the term digital exhaust. Yes. And what <laughs> I've always tried to do is capture my digital exhaust. So anytime I do anything, whether it's talking to someone, answering a question for someone. I always capture what I'm doing, explain what I'm doing while I'm doing it, record it, and it becomes a blog post or a course. And so, so I you try and capture the I, the audio and then you transcribe it or what? Well, for these, I don't know. Like if someone said, like sometimes a customer says to me, um, "How do I add a, a widget to a sidebar in, in WordPress?" Or how do I change the pricing that shows up on my LearnDash course? Most of the times, these are questions that someone else is going to have, right? So I just mm -hmm. do a, I have Camtasia. I do a screen capture. And if I'm working on someone's site or even my own site, I just capture it in Camtasia, narrate what I'm doing while I'm doing it, save it as a video. And then just post it on your site and say, here's exactly. how you do Exactly. Okay. Some of them okay. I turn into, if it's a tough one, I keep it as a course. Sometimes I do it, um, I do it as a, as a um, uh, you know, just as a freebie. When I first started doing this, what I did is I, I did something. I would keep it uh, unlocked for the first week or couple days. And then I would send an email out and saying, hey, I just added a video on, uh, you, know, how to, uh, on uh, you know, how to pick the right niche or niche or whatever. It's a 14-minute video. Uh, you know, come and watch it. It'll be available for the next seven days. People watch it. That's fine. And then it goes into a course behind the paywall. Okay. Wow. That's another way, another way of doing it. Okay. So the tools wow. I use, uh, the tools, there's actually, um, um, so there's Camtasia uh, I use. And uh, for recording audio, there's some that will record Skype calls, or if you use Zoom, it saves an audio file for it. Or even a phone call like this, it gets saved as an audio file. That's content. There's another product that I use called StepShot. And uh, a StepShot allows you to basically save screen, like a, a, do a screen capture, a static image, but it allows you to put... Um, text underneath each, each image to describe what you're doing. Uh, so if it's like a, I did one, for example, on how to turn on the LearnDash course builder. I think it's in the, on that first page of the blog page. It's like the fifth or sixth one down. But mm -hmm. StepShot is a little piece of software that I bought. And all that it does is you do the step-by-step, -step, describe what you're doing in text with images. And when you're finished, you have two options. One is save to PDF. The other one is save as a post on your WordPress site. <clears throat> and it puts them like vertically, like here's the image and here's the description, here's the image and here's the description? Yeah. Yeah. So wow. if, you go, yeah, if you go back to uh, you know, page one of the blog posts, uh, uh -huh. 
Uh, let me just see if it uh, actually might be. Let me see if it's on page two now. Because I use yeah, on Camtasia page two. and Snagit, but Snagit doesn't yep. quite do what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. I use Snagit too all the time. You can do it manually, but this is just so. If you go to the right. second page of so, if you go to the second page of the blog posts. At the top, you'll see one there that says plug-in Learn-LMS, and then it's got uh, how to activate the Learn-Course Builder. And it was done on December 12th. Okay, so you said the second page of the okay blogs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And this one gets lots of traffic. Wow. And, but this was done put, in Stepshot. So you just were going through the process and you would just captured it. Screenshot and write yep. a description, screenshot, write a description. Wow. And then it, it says save as, and I did save as blog post. Wow. And it gets added as a post. No wonder you're a rock star. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I've done some things that are a little I would. Bit <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I, I like I'm not I'm not perfect in me, in any ways. Like I don't spend enough time marketing myself anymore. Um, you know, that's that's going to change. I you know, I have customers that I've had for um, you know, well even like Carol and Stephanie, but I have some customers that are still with me, you know, after 10 or 12 years that are still paying me. Right. Um, so, you know, those, those, that, that's our business right now, but, you know, times change. You got to change your business around. They got to make adjustments. Um, you know, even, even for the WordPress support, you know, for two years, we marketed WordPress support, um, you know, as unlimited WordPress support. And, and what's happening is that market's really, really competitive now. And you'll see that we're going to be, we're, we're still going to do WordPress support, but we're adding on more of the learn dash support and building the campuses out just because courses are so important now to all of the coaches and consultants and subject matter experts, right? And people trying to build businesses uh, where they are trying to sell information courses are like gold. So we'll be building campuses out for people and supporting their WordPress site. So we're, we're adding a little more and then we'll start marketing that as things go forward. Wow. Okay, so I actually, uh, yesterday I finished, I think, nine videos on how to use the LearnDash plugin. So, so you'll see that. how many hours a day are you putting in? Um, well, because we have staff uh, overnight and during the day, uh, usually uh, my day kind of the morning I work until noon kind of thing, and then a lot of times I'll take time in the afternoon off. Uh, and then, you know, through supper, and then I'll do a little bit of work in the evening just to make sure that the people are on the evening shift or, you know, are on the right page and, and doing stuff. So it's broken up. I don't do eight hours or anything like that, but I break it up in wow. chunks. And that's my, my preference. Wow. Impressive. So took a while to get here. We'll keep on plugging away at but, you know, the biggest thing I can say is just capture what you're already doing. Well, I have so much content already. There's just something blocking my mind of just 
putting it up, but just okay. So here, here's a, that, here's but, a great okay. So here, and this is something that happens all the time. Here's here's what you have to make sure that that you do. You don't market everything. You market, you know, some people call it a cornerstone, but you market the beginning of the process. Okay. So only like when you're out selling and talking to people, it's like you market the beginning with the promise of the end. Okay. Okay. So only market the beginning. So you know, if let's say for example, what's the if you're if you're going to be um, you know, Carol's teaching speaking, for example. Um, you know, Stephanie's talking about, um, you know, uh, stress relief. It's like, and you're, you're talking about, you know, getting started in, in Hollywood. All of you have all of this content, but what's the first piece of it? Where do, where do people start? You know, for us, it's like they start at WordPress, for example. You have to have WordPress before all of this stuff starts. So it's like market the WordPress course, market the WordPress community that's here. Or just, you know, if you're going to if I'm going to focus on LearnDash, it's like I market how to use LearnDash. But I don't market how to use easy digital downloads. I don't market, you know, how to do create content. It's market the first thing and then introduce people to all of the other content over time. And and I, I always try and use I always try and use a hub and a spoke model. So it's like you you kind of market the first spoke, try and get people into the hub, and then you introduce the additional spokes. And each of the spokes can be a product. And the more spokes you have, the more money spokes you have, the more sturdy your business is. Wow. So for example, for example, if you if we have the the support packages for WordPress, that's a spoke. If we have the SEO service, that's a spoke. If we have the campus with the WordPress course, that's a spoke. If we have hosting, that's a spoke. If we have the Funnel Kits autoresponder service, that's a spoke. If we have live coaching, that's a spoke. But I don't try and market all of them at the same time. Right? You pick the one that's easy to market, that you can use joint venture partners with, that builds your list. And then try and automate automate the travels to the spokes over time. So it's a lot of times what happens is I'll give you an example, even with, with Carol and Stephanie, you know, started off with hosting and a course uh, uh, when it started. And then, you know, they're talking and say, well, uh, do you have, like, I need to send emails. How do I do that? Well, we have a funnel kits program that you might want to start using. Oh, okay, great. And then how do I create a landing page? Oh, we've got a landing page service. I'll create one for you. Well, how do I redesign my site? Well, you go to wpblogsupport.com forward slash design. We have a design service. Well, I want to sell courses. Oh, we've got the Campus WP program. We build course sites for you. But I didn't start with all of them. I haven't started with all of them for anyone. Yeah, so it's kind of like you've got a cornerstone product or a exactly a sign signature product that you or service, service that you yeah. market and yeah. then okay yeah and then try and introduce wow people. tons of great info yeah 
And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're doing tax returns for people or financial planning, if you're doing education in a market, whether it be speaking or stress relief or, or you know, um, uh, you're doing acting skills or, act, you know, marketing for actors. So it's like pick one and there's all sorts of variations of related products and services to that core business that you're in. So just try and keep focused on, on that piece and stay in your okay. market. Okay? And market focus on marketing one to a whole bunch of people, not a whole bunch to a few people. Great. Love it. Well, thank okay. you so much. I, any any last questions before I go? I've gone too long today. Swing and a miss. Here we go. Okay. okay. I can't think of anything right this second that's okay. short, so I'll okay. send you a help ticket. Okay, perfect. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Hope this helped. Great call. Thank you so much, James. No problem. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.